2: Let's under the door. Yeah, don't worry about that, Barry. Just going to go and get it. It's guests for this week's podcast. Hello, welcome to Erskine Court. <laughs> <laughs> One. Woo! Sorry about there you that. Go. I'll get rid of that for next week. Well. Linda,
3: Linda, how have you been? What have you been up to? My brain is absolutely chock a block. Oh! Oh, yes, why is that? It's bulging. I went back to college. Oh my God, yes. Tell us about yes. that. Yes. So I had an I had a nice going back to college outfit. I wanted to make a splash. Oh, what did students wear nowadays? What sort of um, thing? Pretty much what they used to wear in the olden Dungary days. Dungaree type mm. things and DMs in my day. Oh, sort of track slacks and baggy jeans and all that kind oh, of thing. the okay. 90s is very much back. Is it? Yes. Right. Okay, go on. Some of the lads have got curtains even. Oh, I see. Yes, I know. Funny. Yeah, yeah. So right. I don't feel that out of place, although they are generally, I think they know that I'm a bit older than them. I don't know yeah. how.
2: Why? they saw your curtains?
4: <laughs> Go on.
3: <laughs> that's not even... Fa- that's... Pathetic, but go on. Um, because, I just don't know, I think maybe I'm a little bit keener than than the average bear at the moment, you know, but I know why I'm there, you
2: yeah. know. Well, that's the difference. You're paying, well, they are paying, but it's well, the their parents. Well, the mum and parents, dad are paying, that's or, right, or yeah. the bank's
3: paying, let's be honest.
2: What do you, so do you feel a lot older? I mean, you don't look a lot, or you're very, you know, you're a very that, attractive lady very for uh, 57.
3: I am not 57. But, okay, know... I, I, I do feel a little bit older than them okay. in that, well... When I was at college the first time around, it was basically just a, just a Who Do You Fancy parade, wasn't it? And now I'm just in a class full of kids.
2: Yes, yes. Although some okay. other lecturers,
3: ding dong, flipping it. Really? Oh, God, yeah, the zoology department is full of hotties. Oh, really? Yeah. What? And, uh, intellectually hot? No, they look quite, quite... I am quite attracted to a brain, you know. Yes. Um, but, you know, pretty much at the moment, uh, anyone who appears to be giving me any kind of information um, Emotional and intellectual stimulation. I will consider. You know, why not?
2: As a a general rule, intelligent people are not that attractive physically. Are they? I mean, when I see a real bimbo, I go, well, you wouldn't get the intellectual stimulation, but
3: but yeah, yeah, quite nice
2: looking. You know.
3: Well, I don't know. I think if I find a man who's into cats, it's a rare thing. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm 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 drowning in them there, and I'm loving it. I found
2: when I was at college and my my friend is now a, I kid you not a Hollywood director oh and he always used to <laughs> It's so horrible. It's so ageist. There'd be someone turning up who'd paid, you no, know, like you, you know, to, to go and better themselves. He made a decision to go back, yes. And we were all very, very young, and it was almost, probably only in their mid to late twenties even. And my friend Justin used to say, uh, oh look, someone's mum's turned up. Like oh. your mum turned up. And they're like barely older than us. But ageism is something that is very—I mean—that—that that seems to be something that's totally acceptable,
3: yeah, isn't yeah. it? And In, they think I'm ancient, and that's cool by me. I'm not trying to be one of them. I'm yeah. there to, um, you know, In learn.
2: Bet, to to Betty's, my this. What I'm talking about. I'm just going to see if this. Um, I don't want to mention any names because I know this lady listens to the podcast. She's one of my friends, and she was talking of ageism. She was saying about her daughter, what she does. She does catering. This woman, right? Catering, yeah. for private parties, etc. And she was saying to she's. Listen to this now and she'll know it's her. And she said that her daughter's kind of quite right on. Uh, she was talking to her and my friend does the catering and said, oh, I'm, I'm catering for a lesbian wedding this weekend. Like, you know, I've never done that before. And her daughter went, oh, for God's sake, yes, some women love each other. What? Get over it, yes, le- some lesbians get married. What's the matter with you, OK? Oh, good, a lesbian And my friend went, all right, all right, I'm just saying, I've never catered for that before. And the daughter went, oh, how old are these women? She went, oh, and they're 50. She went, oh, Christ, <laughs> oh,
3: disgusting. "All oh, right, wrong kind of lesbians, was it? Yeah, wrong kind of lesbians. was like, you can't have it both ways. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like someone was a little bit triggered at the start, or as the kids would say, triggered much. And then the yeah. other one would respond, "Mums, this is a new one I've learnt." All right, go mums, on. Mums, as in on me, mums life, like for sure, oh, okay. definitely. Mums, mums, I like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that because I heard that, and they were. I was sort of saying things in class, and someone went, "Mums," and I thought, "How rude!" Yeah, but they meant yes, true. Dad, I believe that to be true.
2: I've got a, a, a relative of mine, and this is this will make me cringe. I think we even said this once before, uh-huh. "Losums" instead of. Uh, uh love you, losums. No
3: why yeah,
2: which has even been reduced to Losmos. Losmos.
3: I would not accept that affection, I'm afraid. Disgusting. Say it, it properly or don't bother. Let's get
2: on with the show, ladies and gentlemen. Now As you know, as well as offering advice, Mm. and it might be on pets, no one has written in about the pets, but we do occasionally offer the service of reviews of haunted houses. (laughs) And do you remember a while ago, in the last series, we went to hauntedplaces.org for reviews?
3: Tripe Advisor.
2: Uh, Tripe Advisor. Rather brilliantly said last time. <laughs> it's only funny the once. Okay. But I was appalled to see this about our friends, Carl and Stuart from Most Haunted.
3: Oh, really? yeah. One of them's married to um, Yvette, is Carl's married to Carl one. is, and isn't Stuart a relation of some kind? I don't know, is that I right? I think he might be. I know her brother was on it for a bit. Right, okay. Stuart was very much part of, I mean, he, Stuart was very unfortunate if I remember I'm him correctly, is that he always was being, thro- like, people were throwing spoons at him. Well, that's right. Well, did he all, get a spoon chuck? All
2: I know is that Carl and, I mean, Carl. Golly, he's tasty we're, with his fist Yeah, we ordered live down as a bit of a hard bastard. Yes, to isn't he like a, a qualified ninja or something? He's he's a, a, a supernatural investigator, ninja, and all round great guy. Great guy. If you're listening, anyway, I'm going to read out this view because I want to. I will re- read the response, but I thought this this it's up paper, lab, from A. D. Barker uh, was disappointed when they went to the most haunted experience ghost hunt in Gloucester Prison. It was a few weeks back and Carl and Stuart uh, were there and there was little to no activity. Strangely, once Carl and Stuart entered the room, things started to amp up a little. (laughs) I wonder why. After stating how convenient that felt, Carl started immediately verbally attacking me, calling me a non-believer and telling me to, and I quote, grow the fuck up. (laughs) Really disappointed as I love most haunted back in the day under living, but these days they seem to be doing everything they can to just grab money, will not be returning September 9th. 2021. Well,
3: that's a shame, isn't it? Here's the reply from Most Haunted Experienced Ghost Hunts. Hi, sorry you didn't enjoy the event. However, at no point would Carl speak to anyone in such a right, way. Right, Or verbally attack anyone. Maybe he'd been entered.
2: Yeah, he's possibly.
3: He's the kindest person I know and has a fantastic way with our guests. Making accusations is also unfair, either on the event or off the event. Or
2: dragging it up on my podcast a couple of years later.
3: Yes, yeah, some of yeah. years off. Um, we take these events extremely seriously and as for money grabbing, we get so many repeat calls And our prices are very similar to other ghost hunting companies. We have higher prices to cover as well as fuel, insurance and refreshments. refreshments. So we must be doing something right. I do find it coincidental that I just put a post on social media that we have 100% excellent reviews and this pops up. But as I say, sorry you didn't enjoy the event. We had no complaints on the night, including from your good self. We received excellent feedback. In fact, a lot, and that's all one word there, of guests rebooked events solely from this weekend
2: do you think this might be Yvette because I think she's answered that, you know it says Carl is the kindest person I know oh, and, she, and that could she be she does love Carl she does love him and he's got a fantastic way with our guests making access is also unfair and we take these events extremely seriously you will know yeah. that when we had Yvette on we must get her on this series she does take it very, very seriously and believes it 100%. She does,
3: and she's a darling, and she would speak up for Carl like this, and she wouldn't have it, I'm sure. And also, I think she tried to just, well, if it is her indeed, and I would imagine this might be something she would do. Yes. She wouldn't like this accusation of money-grabbing. No, absolutely right. And I think some of the British people going on Ghost haunts and I'm going on
2: one soon to York. Oh, and we're going to put it out on this podcast with the York ghost hunt. The York hunt isn't it? We're going to yeah. we're going to go with them. But but what I want to say is, if anyone's going to be on that with us, try to be a bit bloody enthusiastic. Don't be such a wet lettuce. So about it. What
3: do you want? You seem disappointed that nothing was happening. Then things started happening, and you got oh Larry with them. Yeah,
2: apparently it was it was Carl, bastards. This is January t- 2019. The ancient ram in. What on the Edge from a Mr. J. Hyde. Oh, this is the British one again. Right. Which we dealt with the ramen, didn't we?
3: Yes, that has come up before, hasn't it? The ramen. We were very excited about visiting this haunted location, the ancient ram with haunted happenings, and had high expectations with an apparent, reputable, highly scored ghost hunting company. Oh, to be very disappointed. Oh, cheer up, Mr. J. Hyde, you prick. We ended up starting late due to a guest arriving very late, despite its stating on their email, we had to be on time and it be starting punctually. Well, what well, I will
2: say in his defence, they don't have to start punctually, do they? No. I mean the ghost is the ghost will the... do what it's gonna do. <laughs> the ghost is there for eternity. Not fucking going anywhere, is it? There were two hosts, no medium, which I was expecting. There was an introduction at the start, and on previous places I've been with different companies, they go through a protection. Now that's important with mm. you if you feel frightened or something is going wrong, i.e., imagine you're in a bubble of white
3: light. This was not done! We had full group sessions to start in the barn, bloody hell! Yeah. The witches' rooms and the bishops' room. In the barn, I felt as if one of the hosts was deliberately knocking the floor to enable the device that monitored temperature drops and vibrations, etc, to go off.
2: And we split into two separate groups of about eight and had the opportunity to do the Ouija board and glasswork. When we were on the Ouija board, I felt the host was... <laughs> continually clock-watching. I asked the host if the boards were opened and closed properly with a prayer. He looked at me, a bit gone out, and said, you do that by yourself by going hello and goodbye. This does sound a bit shit, actually. <laughs> Clearly not experiencing the safety of using this equipment. Anyway, when we got a spirit that came through to us that started making sense and we were really engaged, he said, time's up, you have to go now. Totally cuts us off. I thought the whole idea was to experience these things and it would be encouraging. We were very disappointed.
3: We then went into the glasswork upstairs. Do you know what this is sounding like? What? Well, you know, people who go to the same holiday every year yeah. and then they will write a review saying, we come here all the time and usually this happens, but yes. this occasion it doesn't. Obviously, this is a different tour. Yeah. These are different people and they're comparing to something that happened before. It's an impossible standard. Yes. Although, let's yes. Proceed. But I mean, also, if he didn't get haunted, it's not their fault, is
2: it? Spirits be spirits, right? Spirits be spirit. Thank you. Apparently. <laughs> As, as no one said in history spirit be spirit just <laughs> make spirit's it spirit's gonna spirit spirit going to spirit it sounds like it should have been you know um someone Jules Verne or someone yes. dickens or something
3: Mm, I was trying to go for something like, don't hate the player, hate the game, that yeah. kind of thing.
2: Spirit, be spirit, said no one. <laughs> but go on. After th- I want that on a poster, actually. <laughs> spirit, be spirit. We could just make up lots of sayings that no one's ever <laughs> said. Put
3: them on posters.
2: <laughs> spirit, be me. me, me.
3: After these sessions, there was a break, and we were allowed to do our own thing, which was very difficult concentrating or engaging as guests. We're continually walking around the building, etc., laughing and giggling, and not really taking it seriously. So the complaint is now about the other people. Oh, the cheer up the, the bloody, can I just say
2: that the Brits, enjoy yourself. You speak to the other, you know, the Australians, the Americans, they just have a great time. For the the experience, we were pretty much left to do what we wanted. One of the hosts, I felt a bit of inappropriate conversation. I'm fucking right either whilst talking about his ghost box app on his phone i.e. about him and his partner he was with a couple of weeks ago being naked and having Pornhub on his phone not that you were wigging overall we were very disappointed about this night how it was run and felt they were just out to make money not for the guests to enjoy their night we'll definitely never use again but who does use it again you go once don't you Ridiculous. If you go to the Americans, here's one. Now, this is Jessica, and she's at the old. old yeah, this is not This is Australians. At the old
3: Glanston Jail, Adelaide. Okay. We went there two weeks ago, roughly. We were sitting by the distillery in front of Pine. They're not good with punctuation. <laughs> They're not good with writing. <laughs> they did, we did two weeks ago. And in front is apparently all one word. Yeah. In front of Pines at about 1 am when we were hearing footsteps and leaves and sticks cracking. No one was around, though! Oh! <laughs> Exclamation <laughs> mark times four. But at least they So this is Brand Stone Man. This
2: is someone from Alabama, Alexis. Me and my friends went there, and we started in front of building, and we got chills. We knew something was going to happen. And when we go inside, but as we go inside, I had dark feelings, but I don't know why. But as we got in there, the paintings was swinging back and forth out of nowhere. I asked if it was my friends, and they said no, but they got scared when I showed them until we heard footsteps. There's <laughs> no full stop so far. <laughs> until we heard footsteps, and one of the rooms we got very scared until me and my friends saw a woman that appeared in front of us then vanished until me and my friends left the place because we were scared <laughs> <laughs> i think that says it all
3: so Isn't... scared they forgot how <laughs> to write now they are, they are, this is have a listen to this one this is extraordinary this though. is the avenue bed and breakfast in the testimony of eric from july 6 2021 649 p.m at around 3 a.m., the small window AC turned off and there was a weird sulphur smell that came and went, but the part that freaked me out the most is I felt like somebody had sat on the bottom edge of the bed. I tucked my feet up and covered my face. The AC turned back on. Another guy in our party, sleeping in another room, had the same smell and woke up to his entire toilet paper unraveled in a pile on the bathroom floor.
2: I think that's less good. Someone shit themselves in the <laughs> night, isn't it? Have you ever woken yourself up with a fart? <laughs> No, but my dog was on... My dog, Miracle, doesn't like it much. Does not like... Very, very fussy. Very fussy about that.
3: I love it when dogs fart and then
2: look surprised. Yeah, yeah. It well, was you! This is this is you with your new uh, animal psychology. I know, yeah. That's and a whole other module, that's a, I think. That's the second term, isn't it? Dog farting. Thank God someone's dealing with that. Now it's time for Chris Lum... Ooh. And he was a very funny fella I worked with in Redcar, uh, right up there, which is a shit, which is a lovely place. Up I think near they pronounce it Redcar. Redcar, up there where they do lemon uh, ice creams. Uh, anyway, he's from a, a sketch group called The Halt's Ridiculous. Have a listen to this. I'm here at the Halt in Redcar, uh, near Middlesbrough. I'm with Chris Long. Who is one of the acts very, very funny with uh, what's the name of your double act?
5: The Holes Are Ridiculous.
2: The Holes Are Ridiculous. And he's going to tell us. I mean, we were just chatting about the supernatural and about spirit world. And Chris has got a story he would like to impart. Will you tell it in a spooky way? Put the spooky music on, please, Linda.
5: I will, yes. So um, I'm from Leeds. Uh, were there many uh, years in a cinema? called the Odeon it's closed down now and we used to have loads of ghost stories there all the staff used to be scared senseless all the time lots of things like carpet fitters wouldn't come back in to do carpets overnight and things like that they saw a lady floating through the air right but the one that really stands out is the right, one here we that...
2: go. You rather threw that away the, the first Yeah Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. All yeah. right, go on. The <laughs> one that... <laughs> something about carpet fitness or something, don't worry, we'll erase that bit. Go on. Yeah, yeah,
5: erase that, yeah. Um, so, right, okay. So, me and a friend of mine, I'll call him Dave. Call him Dave, Call yeah. him Dave. Um, we were down under the cinema... So there's a cinema above us, we're yeah. in a crawl space under there, writing us names on the wall, like a couple of kids messing around. That's what you call it. Oh, how old were you then? Oh, we were, you know, we were 20-odd. 20, okay, writing your name yeah. on the wall, yeah. right, okay. The, the cinema was closing down, so we thought, let's leave our mark down. Got, there, it. Yeah. got it, got okay. it, got it. Okay, but the only way to get into this crawl space was literally, like I said, to crawl through a little tunnel. Nothing else was in there. Right, yeah. It used to be a theatre before it was cinema, so all the, you could see all the bits where it all caved in, old dressing rooms. Right, okay. No way in there. Yeah. I'm trying to set it up for you. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah because we, okay. we
5: could hear the screen above us was screen two in there so you know it's authentic because i know for screen Screen number.
2: two was in there what it was a movie it was above or? us the right. mummy
5: returns was playing that's when it and was and
2: you sneaked in the mummy returns was on. Yeah. well we weren't there so we, we were under the thing right, work, his name this now. Is, you haven't said all that you weren't there yet we have, were
5: yeah there. Yep. i've said all that um oh, you did then that? then we heard um a little girl laugh okay now i okay. heard it first and i turned to my mate and i says did you hear that he went what what did it again little
2: girl
5: like that little girl laughing Um, we absolutely can I say we we
2: shit ourselves
5: shit ourselves genuinely shit ourselves ran up the back through the crawl space back up to the Staff room, kick the door open. oh the hell's playing? Just, absolutely, you know, and, like, everybody just sat there. We oh, didn't do it. what we on about. We went and watched the mummy, mummy returns to see. Made it? sure there were no bit where there was a little girl laughing, but it sounded like it was coming from in the room. And to this day, we don't have an explanation of what happened.
2: Bloody hell, I've mm. gone uh, chilled all the mm. way up my back.
5: Then, do you want the extra bit of the story? You can cut this bit if you.
2: Oh, that was the main bit, was it? I'm sorry, fucking hell. This is the extra bit. <laughs> oh, sorry. The extra bit. Sorry, as you were.
5: Cut to years later. Her. I'm I'm with a a uh, 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 lady after a night out, you know, as you yes, do, yes, and um I'm talking to her and um she where, went,
2: where where were you we're,
5: in the in the cinema? No, this was at her house, this, at, this, her house was, at her house, Yeah, things had happened, you know. Yeah, and um so I'm with her and um she went quiet and I thought, what's She's what? dead. She, uh, yeah, I told her the story, <laughs> told her the story that I Some just people, told you. Yeah. Go on. And,
2: and, and she,
1: she went, she went quiet. She, she said,
5: went quiet. What? And I thought she listened to this, so what she yeah. like, you know, got bored. Yeah. And she went, um, that little girl when you mentioned her, she's in the room.
2: What do you mean? She's in the room.
5: She said, you there? She's in the room there. And she said, this is what she came out with. She said on. she's one of your guardian spirits.
2: Right, she's I believe in that stuff, Chris. Right. So that, that, but just tell me, were you, you know, you're in flagrante with this woman? Were you in bed, sort of thing? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And she said she's here watching you now, sort of thing. She said she's there, yeah. How does she know it's the same girl? Well, she said you
5: had a few, you've got a few spirits, This is what she told me. Right. I, I thought she was a lunatic. Yeah. Um, I thought she was going to kill me, to be honest. Um yeah. Yeah. She said there's a little girl and you've got a knight as well that's stood there.
2: Really? <laughs> yeah. Well, it does happen. People do have spirit guides. What was the knight there in his armour going, <laughs> Go on, son, go to me, the I found it a little
5: creeper also else they there watching you, to be
2: honest. Go oh, oh, give but... me one for me. Christ, come on. Come on. Is it
5: like that? Yeah. And then the next day, I was at work. Shove this
2: mail shopper! Shove <laughs> this mail shopper!
5: God. Next day, I'm at work this lady rings me and she goes you've left something here and I'm thinking oh, oh, oh my, life, my keys my wallet what?" Well, she goes you've left your spirit you better come and get her and all... her. <laughs> oh, <Christ. laughs>
2: I said keep her oh Christ keep her well you know a spirit will find you will be able to find you mm. what well, an extraordinary story Chris um, it, it' quite nerve wracking really and so you, you were quite glad to see the back of that lady yeah and,
5: I'm, did, and the spirit did you see the
2: back of her on that night I expect <laughs> yeah. you did probably yeah. All right. And the buttocks. Right. Good night. Thank you very much, Chris. That was a spooky story. Eight out of ten. Thank you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank.
1: Sticking
2: with the theme of animals and animal behaviour, Mm. spooky or not, we go now to the Daily Express.
3: My first thought on this, reading this headline, is that someone can't spell.
2: Well, the Daily Express can't. I mean, they want to write, uh, welcome all refugees, but they end up writing, uh, you know, kick them all out. It's extraordinary, isn't it? It's ghost of rude masturbating monkey, spelt wrong, the masturbating bit, shocks visitors to stately home in Genuine. It would, wouldn't it? This is genuine from, from August the 5th, 2016. 2016.
3: But can we just do a quick side panel on um, yeah. masturbating monkeys? Oh, yeah, go I on. got taken on a date once to uh, Monkey World. OK. Stop the music! Stop the music! Now, in the run-up to this, I'd always wanted to go, because I'm quite a fan. You know I'm into zoology. Go on. And I'm yeah. quite a fan of the Monkey World yeah. television show, which has been going for some time. Yeah. I was very upset you, when Jim did you, died. Did you rename it Spunky World? Is that the end of the story? It is now. Oh, right, go on. So, the gentleman I was with said, just so you know, you've got a hard act to follow because last time we went, one of the monkeys looked straight at my date and rubbed one out. Really? Bloody, so oh, attractive. Ha, ha ha ha, I thought. Oh, how funny. Well, some of them are attracted to humans because mm. they've been lab monkeys, so they've not known any different. God right. knows what they were doing in
2: the bloody labs. Right, okay, yeah. So Well, I, I I imagine if they're in the labs and it's someone like Rimmel London or or one of these uh, makeup companies that's who are. It's not te- a makeup te- test you need, who, is it? Who te- no, who are testing on them. They're probably very attracted to some of them. A nice orangutan with some lipstick on and some eyeshadow, <laughs> fucking hell. Oh, this works! <laughs> oh, this is
3: great. No, I'm not talking
2: about them. I'm Talking about the monkeys All being right. turned on by other monkeys. Oh,
3: right. right, they're like a bit of lippy. Yeah. Okay. Go on. Yeah, that might have been it. So I was thinking, oh, ha, ha, how very funny, also rude. Um, and then as we went round, nothing happened, and I thought, oh, they don't fancy me. And then we got to this particular enclosure, and there was this <laughs> little monkey in there, and not only was he knocking one out, he also— Well, I just up his ball? He was so flexibly managed to self filate. It
2: uh, can't. They can. They can. They can. And if you... It's that old joke, isn't it? Why do dogs do that? Because they can. Because they can.
3: So he was doing that. I mean, he couldn't have done more to himself, really. And um, so I considered that a win. I'd I beaten al- the previous
2: date. I have always said this about you, Linda. OK, your fella left you and all that. But when it comes to marsupials... <laughs> You could do a lot worse.
3: They do fancy you. I must give off some sort of pheromone. I imagine, I imagine you turning up a, a monkey. This monkey jumped up and down first, <laughs> then started like that, and then went to, well, to dinner time. I imagine a monkey, yeah, if you go, to, you
2: of a weekend or bank <laughs> holiday at Spunky Monkey World, turning <laughs> up and I don't know. A chip with one of those pink bottoms. (laughs) Looking at you, you do yourself up, you look nice, you know. You know, knocking one out with a (laughs) a banana up his heart.
3: I imagine that's very. <laughs> anyway, so... anyway, do support Monkey World. It's a great charity. <laughs> do support. It's a wonderful
2: charity. Uh, and Anyway, right, listen. But some <laughs> of the inmates really do need a lesson <laughs> in really, decorum. They need, because they do need, if you are in, you are a monkey and you're essentially behind bars, right, it's just like human beings. Yeah. They do need some kind of intellectual stimulation, don't they? I felt they? like that one was like, you want a show? I'll give you a show. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's only wanking or flinging your feces about, isn't it, that they can do? Have you seen that? Just a minute, ladies and gentlemen. Have you seen yes. that clip? Where there's an old lady and they're all looking at the monkeys and the monkey flings some shit and it hits her on the nose. No! Oh, my God. I must look that up. Oh, my God. It's so <laughs> appalling. And the poor woman looks round and genuinely... <laughs> <laughs> Why, well, she
3: gives you a little look to camera, she like does, James Finlayson. She looks... You've got,
2: please tell me you've seen it, everyone. It's absolutely oh classic. Anyway, masturbating monkey. <laughs> Put the spooky music on. Put the oh. spooky music on, please.
3: Okay. The Phantom of the Chortling Chimp. Okay, technically, that's not a monkey; that's an ape.
2: Okay, well, whatever. It, it looks like a monkey. <laughs> it
3: swings from it's the like rafters. A, it swings
2: <laughs> like a monkey. Wanks like a monkey.
3: <laughs> <laughs> In my book, that's a monkey. <laughs> the Phantom of the Chortling Chimp swings from the rafters while scratching his privates. A Ooh. huge beam on his face. Oh dear! But his rude antics at Historic Athelhampton Hall aren't putting people off, as if they would. Right. Holidaymakers flocked to catch a glimpse of the naughty but nice
2: spectral. Wanna be like you, hoo. So <laughs> no, that's a stretch. But you can see it's a it's a ghost of a monkey, is that right? Yes. Couples even clamour to have their marriages held there, even though they might get the spooky ape grinning and pleasuring himself in the background in their <laughs> wedding. Oh, we've, photo. All member, oh
3: right. well, we've all got that family.
2: Oh, we've all got that. Now his antics have helped the hall to be named as one of the most haunted houses in England. It's on the list of nine spooky properties drawn up by We Buy Any Home, including uh, ones that got a wanky monkey in it. <laughs> The 15th century house near Dorchester, Pawnchester more like, was originally built by the Martin family whose family crest was a monkey sitting on a tree stump. <laughs> that can get you there as well, i think.
3: Uh, the family motto was, he who looks at Martin's ape, Martin's ape will look at him. Mm. Bit shit, really. Yeah. And since then, the ghost of Martin's ape has haunted the house. One tourist who visited recently, 41-year-old dad of three, I'm glad we know his fatherly status, <laughs> John Morrison of Derby said... We heard that monkey, which haunts the house, loves to scratch his privates while swinging around. We didn't see him, which is a shame, because it would have been a real sight. Apparently he's not terrifying. Quite friendly is what we heard, added John. A printer, <laughs> again more detail, God. who visited with wife Helene, 38, and their children while on their summer holidays. God, and the kids. Oh,
2: God. Have you ever been... I know you said you... Well, you just said you've been to a monkey sanctuary. Yes. What's worse is when they get older... Turn the music up. Yes. a second. Do you know when they come up, like... We went uh, to Bali some years ago and there's a these little bastards they're
3: frightening yeah. they get older they can scratch you can bloody hurt you well, isn't that why Jacko got rid of Bubbles why because he because he went like he was cute cute of cute course. wearing the suddenly, soldier outfit and then all of a sudden he was violent oh he was he said, and horny
2: what have you been doing
4: Michael you dirty <laughs>
3: bastard <laughs> oh. no I will not wear the soldier costume <laughs> fuck off
2: oh, come on Bubbles <laughs> ha, have, some, have some ice my cream my name is Bob my name is Bob You little bastard. And also, have you seen that film, uh, Nope, with Jordan Peterson? No, what's that? Do yourself a favour, everyone. There's a a scene in it. It's all about, there's a kid who sort of in the 70s or 80s took part in a a, a television show, which which had a monkey in it. Right, yeah. And they show a bit where, and it's all, it's a pretend, it's fiction, but they show a bit. Oh, goodness, I was starting to get very worried And the monkey goes mad and basically rips off the head of the the, the parents. It is deeply, deeply
3: shocking. If you've ever watched a wildlife documentary about chimps and monkeys, they are sods to each other. They do kill each other's babies. Oh, they are bastards. It's all very well. And then they'll they'll shag everyone. It's like, oh, I'm going to take control of this tree, but they'll shag everyone. That's right. Oh, yeah.
2: David Attenborough's sitting there going, oh, weren't they lovely, the monkeys? Mm. These bastards, they really
3: are. That's what I, I want to see that documentary look at these bastards. Look at this monkey here. He's tried it on with uh, his fellow
2: monkey's uh, monkey wife, <laughs> who wouldn't be turned on by uh, this Mary Quant uh, eyeshadow that she is wearing. <laughs> Mary Quant? <laughs> you just dated yourself. <laughs> I can't think, I literally can't think of any Rimmel
3: London. Yeah, leave the London look
2: all London. It'd take you long enough, but you could have a go. <laughs> anyway, that's horrible, isn't it? What a horrible joke! Oh, job.
1: disgusting. And
2: anyway, listen, what I want to say is, while we're talking <laughs> about monkeys, <laughs> let's go again to Professor Joseph yeah. Lavens, who's with another person he wants to ask this week about recent sightings. <laughs>
5: This week in our series of reports on UFOs, we've learned a number of things, that not everybody who sees a UFO is crazy, that our government has lied about UFO information, that it's withheld
4: UFO files, and even spied on UFO witnesses. Are extraterrestrials making contact with Earth, or is it something else?
5: And yes, he believes that beings from other planets have been intimate
3: with him
2: while the United States officially denied investigating UAPs or
3: more unidentified objects.
1: First there were 3 glowing orbs and then there were 5.
4: Hello, um may I speak to uh Sergeant um uh David Kylie, Ki- is it? Uh, uh Derek Kylie, but hi. Derek 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 Kylie, I beg your pardon. Uh, Mr. Kylie, um Mine is Professor Joseph Lavens. I I sent you an email concerning UAPs. Uh, Um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, A little vague as to uh,
6: what you wanted, but yeah,
4: I got your email. I wanted to speak to someone, I, I have been speaking to a number of people in my research um, on the subject of UAPs, possible incursion into uh, UK airspace, and I was given your name uh, here at, uh, uh, at RAF Conigsby. Okay, uh, I'm, 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 I will do what I can to offer what I can Okay, can, can I ask you about this? There was a sonic boom this, this past week. I, I know, I'm sure you've spoken to the press about it. I, I just want your take on what, what happened, because I'm told a number of people are putting it down to uh, RAF, uh, you know, air, air, aerial bond equipment. And I wondered what your, your take on it is. Yeah, um,
6: pretty much um, what happened. The sonic boom um, is rare over the U.K., and does require authority uh, and it's usually when an unidentified aircraft an aircraft that's not responding to radio calls um enters uk airspace right. uh, they would try and make initial contact um they would then contact Higher can who would then give the order for sonic boom right. and then
4: what's called the quick reaction alert which is um in this uh, instance, there are two in the UK, but uh, in this instance, um, at RAF Coningsby, they launched. Uh, they would launch two uh, Typhoon FGR4s, uh, and then they had authorization to sonic boom, um, and they intercepted the aircraft over Saint Albans, right. uh, which. Uh, a Dash Eight flight from Iceland to Nairobi, and I
6: believe it was refueling at Southend, and it had just
4: lost its radios. Uh, okay, uh, okay. I want to stop you there. What, what about the theory that I've been investigating? It was, it was nothing like a commercial plane that they were uh, intercepting. It, it was in fact a UAP. Uh, what, 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 what's your take on that, sir? Um, well,
6: I'm not too sure about that. All I know is that um, it was identified um, by
4: its unique beacons on on the aircraft as a Dash Eight flight. Okay. Okay. Um, I, I got. Two, excuse me, sir. I got two words for you. Rendlesham Forest. Uh, Rendlesham Forest. Okay. Yeah. What's your take on that? A celebrated uh, UFO sighting in in Britain, Russia, nineteen eighty nine. Yes, sir. Okay. Um. I like I say. I only. Um I, I tend to just deal with what I know, and that's that's what I know. I'm okay, a, right. I, it, the, I, I'm a sergeant to a traffic controller. I, how about this, sir? If How about I, I play you this? Okay, just listen to this. This is evidence. This is evidence. Okay, listen to this. What is that
1: baby doing? I do know. It may look like it's moving around. It? I see two of them moving to the west, slowly. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. What's going on up there? There's two of them. Oh, look, look, look. look.
4: Okay, and th- th- this, this, sir, this, this is a, this is a Chinese lady, shouting, and, and you, you tell me what she saw. This is proof, sir. What? What do you? How about that, sir? Pretty conclusive. I, I really don't know what to make of that. I, I don't know what to say. I'm not sure "conclusive" would be the word I would use. But um, okay, yeah. but you heard those people, right? You heard them. I I, I heard the audio that you played me. Yes. Right. Okay.
6: Okay. Um, I like I say, I only um, I, I tend to
4: just deal with what I know, and that's that's what I know. I'm, okay, uh, right. i okay. Right. I'm, I'm a sergeant to a traffic controller. Right? right. Okay. Can I just say this to you, sir? It is my contention. I know that it's your job to obfuscate, be disingenuous, take people off the scent of this stuff. But it is my contention, sir, that 200,000 years ago, a Homo, before we were Homo sapiens, that an alien came down from out of space and done it with a monkey on Earth, stuck his dinkle up a monkey's latch, and that's how the human beings came about, sir um right okay you done it uh, with a monkey he done done it up a monkey's bomb bomb a front bomb bomb and that's what happened okay, okay. I, I, I i I can only he done it with it, a monkey on. that's how we came about I think you know that I think you've been briefed right. to, to, to brief against people like me about that stuck I've, it up I've, a monkey's fan fan um i, I I'm sure fr- uh, yeah I don't know anything about
2: that i I'm an okay. earth traffic controller okay' The aircraft uh, are the only things I can control. That's how human beings come out. Okay, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Good day. With our thanks to Sergeant Kylie, uh, who was speaking totally independently of RAF Coningsby. Now that we've come back <laughs> from Professor Joseph Lavens, yeah. we wanted to apologise. Do you remember we said, didn't we? What did we say? Well, last,
3: last time? time we said, oh, we think we're getting a bit too rude. Let's try and um, tidy things up. Was,
2: yeah, this
3: is not this is not part of the plan. Was no, it, today? Let,
2: I'm sorry about that. The the masturbating monkeys and all that. <laughs> um, Rim all London. Rim all London. It's disgusting, and um, yeah, it reminds me. That joke reminds me of my dear friend. What's his bloody name? Oh god, I can't even remember his name, so we won't say it, but his joke is and I'll tell his name later when I remember it. Okay. Is bone China. It'll take you long enough. That's probably where I got that. <laughs> there I got that. Oh, anyway, dear. sorry everyone. If there are any little people or monkeys listening, please cover their ears <laughs> and go. Get... <laughs> And that's not them laughing, that's them being appalled. (laughs) Uh, Please take them out of the room. (laughs) This week I met a lovely comic up in Middlesbrough called Howard Anstock. Have a listen to his (laughs) kid story. I'm here with Howard Anstock. We are up in some godforsaken place in the northeast, and he's just absolutely ripped the bloody place up he's been doing his comedy but he did want to tell me some spooky stuff because he knows that i am a man well i'm in touch with the paranormal i'm in touch with the other side aren't i howard tell me what you've experienced uh when i was a child the house spooky music please
6: <laughs> when i was a child the house that i grew up in uh, had a small landing with a door on either side yeah and uh sell
2: well... it to me sell it <laughs> to me <laughs> Jesus Christ.
6: <laughs> well, it was a 70s house with a pitched roof. Yes. Um, swirly carpet. I don't mean literally sell it to me. <laughs> sell the
2: bloody story. I don't need to know what the rates are or anything. What the local schools are like. Sorry about this, everyone. Go on.
6: Um, and at night, when I would go upstairs to get ready for bed... Yes. I would... Slower, uh, slower, slower. I would leave the bedroom and <laughs> yes. then put my hand round the door and turn the light off and then run straight down the stairs as quick as I could. Why? Why, Howard? Because I always used to feel somebody was peering around the bedroom door looking at me. A ghostly figure or a human being? Uh, a ghostly figure.
2: Did you have any sense of what that figure might be, Howard?
6: No. I, just, I, just, I always just used to imagine just a face peering around the door frame. Right.
2: Five out of ten. Now, you've got another one you wanted to tell me. It was much better than this on stage, trust me. Go on, Howard, what was the other one you're going to tell me? This, this Now, this is spooky. Go on. So when I was
6: a child, we lived in a, a large stately home that... Yeah, uh, no one likes to show off. <laughs> fucking hell. That was a boarding school. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, and one night, uh, my brother had ran uh, on ahead um, and was in deep conversation... Um, just out of sight of us, and as we reached him, my mum questioned who he was talking to, and my brother said this little girl here, mm. and then immediately turned to look at her and said, "Oh, she's not there." Um, and but the size of the car park, she wouldn't have been able to have run away in that time without us seeing her.
2: Do you think that that was a ghost? I mean, presumably, it was. It was it a boarding school for boys and girls? Yeah. So it could have been a little girl but you saw, you looked and you saw and there was no one there. No, there was nobody there. Did your brother ever say anything about that afterwards or
6: He he doesn't remember it. So it, but,
2: uh, I don't think my listeners are going to remember it much after this either. Howard. <laughs> you won't believe it. They absolutely loved him just now. This is it's hopeless, isn't it, Howard, really? Anything I else? So. Um a, a friend of my mum's lived in a haunted... This, this better be good. Go on. Christ's sake. A friend of my mum's <laughs> lived... There's nothing to just make them up now. Fucking okay, no. hell. Go on. A friend of my mum's... Yeah.
6: Live. Uh... <laughs> I'm not sure this will come out as... <laughs>
2: it won't come out, mate. Trust me. It's not going to go on. Go on. Um, my mum's friend
6: had a, a house that was haunted... Yeah. and ...and um, would often report seeing an elderly lady sat in the corner of the kitchen. Right. Um... And you used to feel as though they weren't wanted in the house. Right. And one day, when she was out doing gardening, um, somebody pushed her into the flower bed. <laughs> pushed her into the flower bed. Yeah. <laughs>
2: but but when she
6: turned around, there was nobody there. Right.
2: Okay. Well, I think we'll leave it there, Howard. It was uh, wonderful speaking to you. Um, don't come on the show again. Thank you so much, Howard. From Chat It's Fate magazine. Oh, the sadly, golden years. The golden years, sadly, uh, no, no longer. It's been discontinued. Uh, but they didn't see their fate coming, which was to be axed. This is a little warning because we did think we'd been a little bit flippant. Well, I thought this. Linda couldn't give two hoots. No, I couldn't give. But I, I couldn't give a monkey's to, <laughs> to. Uh, yeah. Anyway, very much a monkey episode this week, it isn't is, it? It is, isn't it? Very it, yes. much so. Um, I thought I would warn you, really, about the dangers of messing with the supernatural. Yeah. Uh, Killer Ghosts is the title. The Evil Dead. Can ghosts actually murder the living? Please put the spooky music on. Here you go. Thai Terror. This is from all over the world, various stories. In Thailand, right, belief in ghosts is popular and enduring. Spirits are known as fee. And many are evil and deadly. In 2013, inhabitants of a Thai village called the Sawang blamed a malevolent spirit called the Pi Mai or Widow
3: Ghost, for the deaths of 10 men. Oh, bloody hell. She returned in 2018 to the remote Thai village of Nakom Panom, this time taking the lives of five fit and healthy young men the widow ghost is said to prey upon houses which only have a single son seducing young men and taking their souls back to the underworld with her but she can be repelled by a red shirt hung outside the front door in
2: Nakam Phanom, anxious wives persuaded their husbands to wear women's clothes and makeup at night to avoid falling into her clutches. Mm. So. And
3: who told you that story? Was it the men? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. No, no, I have to wear this. <laughs> it's the ghost. It's self preservation. I hate it, obviously. What, that makeup is beautifully <laughs> oh, done. Oh, yeah, what? And them shoes, as high heels, Them stilettos. Yeah, you have to wear those. It's the ghost. <laughs> yeah. yeah. what,
2: that club you go to with all your friends? Yeah, yeah, I have to. This is not what it looks <laughs> it's like. Not what it looks like. Looks like it's the ghost made me do it. <laughs> now, this is one a little bit nearer to home. Yes. This, this is really unfortunate. You know when people say, don't mess with the supernatural? This is absolutely, could
3: not be more of a textbook. It must be the bane of your life, people dabbling in these things. It is, Because actually, you're an expert.
2: I'm an expert. But well, this is a really obvious one. You don't have to be an expert this. Right. Tell it with a twist. There is one confirmed and documented death that occurred as a result of a ghost But the story has a twist. In 1803, several people living in the Hammersmith area of London claimed to have been violently attacked by a ghost, which they believed to be a spirit of
3: a suicide victim. On the 3rd of January 1804, a member of one of the armed patrols set up to investigate the reports shot and killed a bricklayer called Thomas Millwood. The unfortunate Millwood was wearing white overalls, the uniform of his trade. Fairly short-sighted, but in white I know.
2: white overalls, we better shoot him. He looks like a ghost. The perpetrator, James Smith, was tried for murder and found guilty, although his death sentence was commuted to one year's hard labour. The ghost This is ridiculous. This is the biased. ghost turned out to be a man called Graham Graham who had been
3: dressing up in a white sheet to scare his apprentice. Oh, right, so this is what the magazine says. So although a ghost was responsible for the death... No, it wasn't. It was someone dicking about. It wasn't a spirit at all, and it was, of course, a living person who pulled the trigger, so... That's not so not much not a, a ghost... not twist, is it? It's
2: not really a ghost story with a twist. It's more just some idiot. Yeah. Fairly short-sighted, literally... Makes it's me, a prank gone wrong. It makes you wonder about remember the 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 the, the uh, craze for dressing up as as you know pennywise the clown and yeah. all that.
3: Although I, I never saw one, did you? No,
2: I didn't. I didn't. But I mean, you know, they know they're frightened of me these people. They know that I do have abilities. Yeah, don't want to they don't mess with me. They don't wanna mess with me. But you know, good, you know, if if you're going to get shot for wearing bloody white overalls, if you're going to dress up as a clown... Watch out, dentists. Absolutely. Watch out, anyone else yeah, who wears white. Right. Anyone else who wears white. Tottenham Hotspur. Brides. Uh, brides. Er, um, uh, that's... Chefs. All right, I know. What about Hattie Jakes in most carry-on films? We were in a great big white sort of, you know... Fair enough, yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Of... What, what, if what you, you saw gonna... her,
3: she would be a ghost, so that kind of undermines that, our whole argument. absolutely right.
2: Well, we've come to a juddering halt <laughs> again this week... Thank you for joining us. So sorry about the monkey stuff. It was disgusting. That's nature. That's nature. Well, it's not. That's Linda, is what I was going to say. Ladies and gentlemen, join us again next week where there'll be lots more fun. Until next time, Linda, what are you going to be doing now? Um, no monkeys. No monkeys. Linda will not be doing any monkeys. Lots of love, everyone. We'll see you next time. Namaste. <laughs> Oh dear, another show. My thanks to Linda Pollock, Air Traffic Controller, RAF Coningsby, Chris Lum, Howard Anstock, and that's about it, wasn't it? But thank you most of all to you guys for joining us again this week. Thank you to our patrons. Why don't you join bloody Patreon? Patreon.com forward slash Clinton Baptiste. And I'll tell you what, if you are any of those patrons, you have a special offer. Yes, Clinton Baptiste Paranormal Podcast, recorded as live. Come and see us recording the podcast at the 100 Club, 100 Oxford Street, Sunday, June the 25th. You know, Listen, if you look up on Patreon, you'll see how to get discounted tickets. See you there. Stay! Yeah, right. Daddy, now.